consecutive episodes in the in a row i was gonna say in the row but that's not right in a row i'm loving this dance this is fantastic this is the famu march 100 oh yeah they do be yeah no you're absolutely right that's where i know i used to kill that as a child oh wow you really are like a little florida hood right through and through oh no i am that's crazy florida i feel like people don't give me my florida credit because i moved here in high school and then i went back to florida for college you don't have a fully decatur vibe though I don't, and I just feel really like homeless as far as like hometown. Because mm. if, if I'm like, I'm from Atlanta, someone's like, oh, okay, what hospital were you born in? And then I'm like, eh. If I say I'm from Miami, then they're like, oh, what high school did you go to? Mm -hmm. And then I'm like, eh. So it's, it's a very weird place. That's the same for me because I was born in Madison County, Alabama. I mm -hmm. don't remember anything about that. Like I was not raised there at all. Then we moved to Michigan. So it's people that remember me growing up and remember me from their childhoods from Detroit. But I spent all of my time here, like my developmental time. Mm -hmm. So when people are like, where are you from? I'm like, I'm from Decatur. Like, I, that's where I'm from. And it'll be somebody that's no, like, you are from the west side of Detroit. And I'm like, really? Is that what it gives? Is it giving no, west side of Detroit? No, it phony. Right, correct. So we're on the same page about that shit. Um... I'm gonna drink my drink. This is this is nice, y'all. We're at my house. Um, yeah. If you're one of those super sleuthy internet people that know how to figure out where people live by like the wall, please don't come kill me because then, I just don't yeah, have time. Just please go to hell. Honestly, you can use your skills On to TikTok, like listen, hack Sally Man. I was, you know, I drive when I do my videos. I'm gonna have to like not do that anymore because this guy was like, "Oh, you driving past that Taco Bell on, by Stonecrest?" <laughs> <laughs> TikTok and it was somebody driving and this guy broke it down and was like, okay, I can see the tag on this car that's passing by and only certain states have a tag in the front. And by this, I can see a tree in the tag. I saw that nigga. And, and I was like, y'all niggas is nuts. What's going on here? I did look in the background of one of your things trying to figure out what you were though. That's crazy. I don't need that. But just cause like... I filmed one video in here and got immediately spooked by it and I'm never doing it again. I feel like these are pretty like... I don't like it. Like, not basic. Just obviously. my look, Just like I get regular murdered. walls. Like, I know that window seal, bitch. Just my look, I, I know get exactly killed. No, no, live. thank you. I'm straight. Yeah. Well, honestly, at this point, I filmed every inch of my house. So oh, you have. Somebody could just put, look up on Zillow for your honestly, shit. Honestly, I was, I've been kind of scared about it. Even when I did things with wider shots, it's like, if they, if they look Google, up these fucking garages, yep, it's it Then for it's me. over. Yeah. I feel like people just know where to go in my house. I kind of. I shoot in angles where you can't see the whole house. I did mm -hmm. one video I did a watch and it was like, your house nice? And I was like, oh mm -mm. shit. Never again. Cause fuck. But um, let me, let's, before we get into the episode and jokes of the week, you hoes on TikTok, we post that little clip. Y'all talk too much. Girl, fuck you. Fuck okay? y'all. Because we ain't jealous of no children. We're trying to protect Who do y'all be talking? Hoes. And it's just fine. These young women. Fine, protect the babies. Who, the, if people on the internet are so crazy because who do you be talking to? Like, see, y'all think people are sane and that they don't have a lot of time on their hands. I am a nut. So let's not. You know what I'm saying? Like, let's not, not too much on the Jokes on You podcast. And my thing, okay? Not too much. Uh, with the who do y'all be talking to, this is why so many people are blocked because who the fuck do y'all be talking Bitch, to? Bitch, who the fuck? <laughs> <laughs> you know that's a white boy? 
What? Yes. You can't have shit. You can't not have shit. He's a, a goof ass white boy too. And when somebody told me that, I was like, no, because I like the song. I listened to the whole song three times. And I've never listened to a full TikTok song in my life. Because it, it disappoints you every but time. But that shit in my spirit when he was like, bitch, who the fuck? No, I was like, bitch, who the fuck? That's how I be feeling. So I listened to the song and then they were like, Google him. Like people on TikTok was like, Google him. And I was like, why? White man. Right now. Why do I you fit? You finna be have, so mad. I tell you, we can't have a fuck thing. Have you seen the TikToks where niggas like a gram? <laughs> That's so funny to me. Look, here you go. <laughs> Look, that's that nigga. Fucking, fucking Chris Griffin. But it, it works though. It works because it's so unserious. Fucking Jonah Hill. Hold on. Bitch, who the fuck? You mean to tell me that Seth Rogen sings that fucking song? Seth Rogen's Tethered sings that song. Yes, correct. I can't even. I love ruining that song for people. Uh, Graham! <laughs> I, oh, I'm sorry, I fucked up the mic up. I found. My flip phone. Titty city here. It huh? is titties. It, very, my nipples all the way down here. We're very cleavy. Um, For big titties, my nipple be right up by my <laughs> collar, bitch. I can't get shit done. My, like honestly, I really fuck with my titties because sometimes I still look flat chested because it can like really, like they pliable. Like they can still squish because they really not that big. They don't hang. I woke up in the middle of the night. My whole right titty was under my arm. The whole thing. I was like, why is my chest hurting? I. My whole. I see. I was laying about down. Moving. I can't imagine my titties moving. Have you ever woke up with both your titties out of one arm of no. your tank top? No, my my titties do like my titties don't move, bro. I will wake up in the middle of the night and you know the bibs that they give you at the seafood restaurant, yes. the boil in the bag bibs. <laughs> my tank top be just around my that fucking sounds, neck. That sounds terrible. Oh no, it really is. Sometimes you'll wake up thinking you're dying because of how your titties are sitting and they're impacting your breath. And you're like, the Lord is calling me home. Honestly, I've been asking for bigger titties my whole life, which is think to just have two big fucking burlap sacks it's of awful. fucking sand on my chest. It it's just sounds so like hell. Fucking awful. Like just seeing how big titties just weigh a bitch down, I am so sorry. It's terrible. Like me and my little CBs. They don't, they don't move. They, they sweat, though. Oh, I need to call the doctor. I think the doctor thinks I died because I had my consultation for my breast reduction. They're like, perfect, we're going to do it. And then I got the flu. So they haven't heard from me. And so they like, did they, her titties kill her? And she did. <laughs> so I have to call back. I need to call back up there tomorrow. But, death um, by titty. Yeah, death by titty. I'm still getting That's not a bad way to go. I don't really like big titties on girls. Like, as a gay, I don't like big, huge, giant titties. Stay in the way. Because it's too much. I, already br I brought the titties with me. I got titties I here. brought the titties over here, so it's no need for you to also have titties. I think that's maybe why I'm just, aside from like trauma, I can't really do a thick pop because like if a man has titties, they probably bigger than mine. I and cannot do like a super thick dude because I like ass and I like titties just in general, and it's no different because you're a boy. I'm gonna suck these titties. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, if it's titties in the room with me, they get sucked. I don't know what to tell you, my boy. You got to get over it. <laughs> you shouldn't have brought all that in here. <laughs> Walk around here, look at how you looking. Bring your voluptuous ass Bring, on here thinking I'm going to put my mouth in them titties. Bringing these heavy bees in my bedroom. <laughs> thinking they're not going to get sucked. You crazy as hell. <laughs> That's why I can't be without thick, dude. I'm sucking, I'm sucking all that. Just get in the all, ass. all that. 
Ooh, ooh, I love me. Man, what a nice little. And they be so mad. They be so protective. Boy, if you don't bring all that ass over and they be walking and switching and Dwayne's shit. skinny, but I be like, little booty. <laughs> <laughs> Where is the little booty? I want that. That song is the booty. funniest thing to happen in club culture in all my life. Because. Good for them. They got a song. I mean, they need one. Everyone gets one. I don't know nothing about that. When that song come on, I just sit down. I just be like, go ahead. Go ahead, friend. Because I have always had a little booty, booty friend. So I just let them work you know, out. When that song come on, you know that meme of that video of Drewski on Christmas when he the mom on Christmas looking at mm -hmm. the kid on the couch. Yep. That's me. I just look. Oh, That's look it. at the little mm -hmm. booties. But little girls be throwing that thing. Like children they be throw, or little. No, skinny. not little girls. No, not children. Little I'm about girls. to say because I was throwing that thing as a child. Little women, small women, be throwing that ass because mm -hmm. they ain't got no like choice for real. They really gotta have technique to move that bitch. They All do. I gotta do is honestly, if I pop my my waist one time, it's moving. You know who can throw that ass? Lauren. You ever seen Lauren twerk? Lauren twerk her ass. Lauren twerk down. Coyle Ray? Twerk down. Kaylani? Kaylani was on that stage. I said, oh, go ahead, they. Skinny women, honestly, they have more skill. I was like, look at that. Because, again, I'm a lazy twerker. If, if I got to really use my knees or some shit, well, now, I'm Well, once a week, this mirror right here, I don't know if you can see it, but I squat down and make sure I can still twerk on my toes. Because mm -hmm. I feel like once I lose that skill, then I'm really washed. I but never... I get down there once a week. On Fridays, and just make sure that I still got it, and I put my hands up to make sure I won't fall. Make sure I still got it. See, I've never been good. Now, unless I'm drunk, it's shit I can't do until I'm drunk. Mm. Like even like when it came so strolling, I said I wasn't gonna stroll this event because I like I strolled at homecoming and it just wasn't given because I was just I was just I'm, I'm so washed. I was drunk as fuck at that picnic a couple Saturdays ago. Saturdays ago, I can't even talk. Losing your mind, bitch. I strolled them kids the fuck. And I was like, oh no, y'all got it. I ain't gonna. Go. I saw profiles older me and like, so let me show these helpers house. Yeah. Go ahead. <laughs> but I think For dead life and I killed it. We ain't that goddamn old. And I gotta we stop really I gotta stop thinking like that because society has like put us in this place where it's like the closer you get to thirty, the older you become. But honestly, mm -hmm. like I had such a hard time in my twenties. I didn't have no money. My brain was all fucked up. I was sad. And now that I'm to the point where I got like big bitch money and I can do shit. Y'all not about to rob me, and you real close to my eye. I'm just, I'm just telling, like, I, I'm, we here. Yeah. I'm okay. right up in. Okay. I'm, I'm up in your mind. <laughs> that album has me in the chokiest of chokeholds, and I went back and listened to Plastic Off the Sofa. Well, yeah, Plastic Off the Sofa. That is the most beautiful love letter to a Sagittarius. Like, because we are so, like, hard to, like, pin down and love, and we're so emotional, and her just really talking to him to that man and like even when you let your feelings get in, I don't get emotional when you let your feelings get in the way when you tripping I know we make up and make love that's me that's me I be tripping I... and we gonna fuck later I love that that's beautiful she really love that man she love that man but I get it from the top of his head to the bottom of his well, feet well you know she's young well, if we want to get into it she's young <laughs> but she's met, like so I'm gonna get you out of there <laughs> She's too far gone. My sister's gone. She let that man down. He must, can I say this? I said it on Twitter. People acted like I was crazy. I'm not deleting the tweet. I got a lot of DMs saying I was that online. Wham? Who? Jay-Z got that win? Mm-mm. Jay-Z is probably an absolute fucking head monster. Because any song that she has where she is singing about getting cunnilingus from this man, she is singing it from the depths of her goddamn soul. <laughs> Sean Carter is he chewing. He's an eater. He a real eater. <laughs> He gotta be. The way she be singing about getting hair from this nigga. But honestly, if you think about it, Jay-Z's old as fuck, first of all. So he was yeah. probably part of that. 
Like he's probably part of the first wave young, of he, niggas. He, and that's what I'm saying. He's probably the first generation of pussy eaters. Yeah. If you think about yeah. it, because like people my daddy age wasn't really eating coochie like that. The, the, the coochie was still kind of Afroy. But like them sixties babies going into the seventies, eating pussy. They was eating pussy in the eighties. That's when mm-hmm. it really first hit the streets like that, mm-hmm. outside of like porn and just real deviance. Mm-hmm. So he was probably one of the first class of like mainstream doing shenanigans. And you imagine what a pioneer this nigga what, is. What what an innovator. And them lips. And because when Sagittarius commit to a thing, they may be lazy about things, but the things they decide they love, they do it well. I know he eating that, but I know he eating the bo- that thing off the bone. And it's Beyonce. And it's Beyonce. Let me tell you something. Th- they would have to pull me off Beyonce like a barnacle. <laughs> I don't give a damn. I swear to God, I suck the brown off that lady. And this is you if not, I would. You're not just going to sit up here and talk about the mother like this. Fuck that shit. You're not be- just going to sit If Beyonce was a- like, tell me. <laughs> I'd be like, you want some pussy? I'd be like, say less. She ain't even got to say nothing. No. All she gotta do is say. All she gotta say. You know she talk with a chin. All she gotta do is say my name real good. I'd be like, wait right there, ma'am. I'd be in the bathroom giving myself pep talk. This is what we trained for. I refuse to be naked in front of Beyonce. I don't refuse to be naked in front of Beyonce. I, let me tell you something. I can't be naked. In front. Beyonce can't see my coochie. Beyonce can see whatever she wants. <laughs> Beyonce could pay me a salary to stand on an automatic pedestal in her closet <laughs> for 200 days out of the year, standing like Jesus. Like, no, like, just, Patrick, <laughs> like Patrick and that meme. Yeah, <laughs> just, just spinning in a circle. Fuck that. I do whatever Beyonce tell me to do. Have you seen that lady? I have. I've seen Okay, her. no, 100%. But I'm also not well, so that's, not I'm not. That's You're a not part real. of it as well. What's your joke of the week? Um, my joke of the week, I have two jokes of the week and they both involve my dog and they both happened today. So the first part of the joke of the week is that there was an active shooter over here by my home. And when I heard the commotion and I heard the police like, Gratata, I was like, Oh, you heard the gunshots? It was right there. So I can hear it. Oh, it is right there. Yeah. Oh, so let me stop telling people where I live, but it was right there. Oh, so shit. when yeah, I heard, that. cause when I came, when I was coming from the office, I Police were speeding past me. But you know, you see shit like that and you don't assume that like, that's got nothing to do with where you going. So I just let him go on by. So when I got here, I, you know, came, I let the dog out, came back in, took my shower or whatever, you know, got back dressed. And then I was coming outside. I heard a gratata. And then so I came outside to see what the fuck was going on like a dummy. And then two gays walking down the street, they were like, it's an active shooter up the street. So be safe, sis. They were like, they were like, bye. Like, because house down so 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 when I heard that happen, I came back inside and I I was talking to Jody like he was a real baby, and I was like, we gotta get out of here. And so I grabbed the harness because usually when I grab the harness, he sits down because he's so excited to go outside, but he had just been outside. So I grabbed the harness. I'm musty. This nigga was like, he was running around the table. He was like. And I was like, I gotta leave my baby. I gotta abandon him. And I realized I will abandon this nigga like in a time of emergency. <laughs> that nigga was. I said, oh. So I just put him back there. And I so left. left and nigga. I sped back to work. <laughs> so you left your goddamn baby. So we know on the Twitter who you gonna save in the fire, that nigga or your dog. It's gonna be me. <laughs> <laughs> it's gonna be me. <laughs> I put that nigga back there, and you see how he barricaded behind them things back there? I put like the fucking Benz was going to save that nigga when the active shooter came through. Whatever. I put that nigga back, because I'm not going to fuck around with you. You're not getting in this harness, bro. I'm just not. He's too big to pick up, and he fights when you try to pick him up. So I left him here, and I went back to work. And I went back to work. I'm breathing hard. I'm like, did y'all know it was an active shooter? <laughs> they were like, yeah, we were hoping you were good. I said, none of y'all text me. Nobody asked me, and y'all all knew I was going home for lunch. Nobody said anything. But whatever. So then the second part, when I come home, 
after a long day at work. I'm so excited to see this nigga because I abandoned you earlier. So I'm like, let me make You're up for it. Look who's alive. Look, look at who made it. Open the door. I said, hey, poop. Squish. I stepped in a mud pie. I stepped in the bits. He shit so close to the door that when I opened the door, the door pushed the shit back like a windshield wiper. And I knew y'all were supposed to come over here. So I was just like, huh. And I could not get the smell out of here. That's why all, every single candle is lit in here. I had to double cleanse the floor. Ew. Right, correct. Disgusting, right? So that was just really great to end my... I got shot at, and then also, there's shit on my floor. So that's that's it. Oh, and I'm getting called a whore on TikTok. So that's fun. Just a regular Monday. I've been a whore before. It's okay. Yeah, honestly... We've all been whores Being before. getting called... Like, being called a hoe, getting called a hoe, it's just, don't be hitting like you And it's be. always by a nigga who can't fuck you, so whatever. And it's like, you will never get anywhere near my coochie, and you never have been, so it's just, like... But if a nigga I wanted to get close to called me a hoe, I'd be like, damn. You a loser. I fumbled that, huh? I didn't know you were a loser, but I didn't... If, if a man called me a hoe, just like, oh, you're, you're lame. Oh, you're a loser. Because usually they call you a hoe, just like, oh. I think one time I said something like, I well, compared dating like cappers, or it was like, oh, so you dated enough to compare... Oh, is this a whole joke? How original. Hmm, <laughs> Called me a hoe once, and that's how I got smarty-smammed. Because... <laughs> because he made some allusion to me being Don't a... you... No! <laughs> it's, not, it's not funny. It is not. It's funny. It's not, but We've it been is. doing up tonight. You know, Please, it's fine. We're no, not gonna laugh no, 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 no. I can laugh about it now. Because he, we came back from going out somewhere. We were both drunk. We're both very chaotic people. So, like, he said something, something, something about me. Something alluded to me being a hoe. And I got real quiet. <laughs> and he started to look panicked. Because, you know, I'm crazy. So, he, he got this, like, bewildered look in his eyes. And I was like, you're a slut. He was like, what? I was like, do you think I'm the slut out of the two of us? And I cackled. I said, <laughs> He said, you called me slut. I was like, slut. <laughs> You're a slut, and then that's when I got schmoddy schmammed. <laughs> no. No. It's not funny. No. But it's funny because, like, it, he was just so blissfully unaware that you, you, people are ashamed for me that I'm talking to you. Like, you talking to who? Oh, oh sweet. Oh, <laughs> I have never been so ashamed. Because, like, it was one dude, I did not want to talk to him anyway, but he just insisted. And then the mouth was... Superb. So I was just like, he's the eater. So <laughs> I'm gonna eat it. I'm gonna eat it. <laughs> but so, you know, when dudes be eaters like that, they don't really be bringing dick for real. You know, and Sometimes. I and I try. I was like, you know, you may as well get some pussy now. You know, just you've earned it, right? You've eaten enough coochies to redeem some. It, some one coochie. of them Detroit niggas ate my shit inside out, and I swear, I was like, I just know the dick got to be good if he eating like this. But yeah. I, I wanted to die. I was like, this is the most terrible dick I ever had in all my days. Yikes. So, to, but I was going to give him some coochie, but the erectile dysfunction gods was like, I'm trying to say. I'm trying to say. I'm going to get you out of there. The dick was just not. I was like, damn. Get something to go home. Are you going to pretend to be sad about it? You be like, oh. 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 Is there anything I could do? Meanwhile, I'm sewing my mouth shut because I'm not finna suck that shit. I was like. I roll home, listen to gospel. No. <laughs> God was on my side. But I had told somebody I was talking to him because it was like New Year's. We was in the party. And you you never want to be with the nigga that like, look at Rodney ass over there. Right. You don't want to be with Rodney. Sorry, mm -hmm. Rodney, that I had to use your name. But it's the safest name I can use. It's a safe name. Look at 
fucking Rodney. And I was like, she was like, girl, who you was talking to? Them ones you gotta be ashamed of. I don't really introduce them to nobody. <laughs> like if we happen to already know some of the same people, that's fine. But we're not going nowhere new. We're not meeting no new people. It's a it's a hundred percent not happening. And that was happening during the pandemic, so we was gonna die anyway. So I was like, whatever. Honestly, people was just and I'm so I guess it God be protecting me from stuff. Cause had I been like a real full adult living by myself and have my own shit, I would have been out in the streets doing anything. Doing anything during the pandemic. God kept me right in that house, depressed. Well, I lived with Rodney at the time, and he was very much... Rodney is good for being like, you don't like this nigga. Like, and that's a really good quality to have in a friend. Because, like, I will talk to him about some a dude, and he will be like, go spend some time with yourself, which is his code for, like, go masturbate. He's like, and then think if you want to invite that nigga over here. Because I don't... And Rodney would be like, I don't want to see him. Because like, <laughs> I want to come out in my goddamn living room and see this nigga again. Right. <laughs> so that was very helpful to me. But um, yeah, Rodney's really good about me. Like, you don't like this damn boy. You you don't. Why would you do that with that damn boy? Why would you do that with, with that damn boy? Dirty with his dirty ass. ass. <laughs> you know you can't take that back, right? I just chalk everything up to I was sad, and that always makes me feel better. Honestly, when people try to like bring up the air mattress thing as a gotcha, it was a cry for help stink. No one listened. And y'all should help me. No one, no one said, "Hey, baby, let's go see the lady. Let's go get you a job." No one thought, but hey. The the most time that I was like, you got to stop, the, well, the biggest time that I was like, you got to stop fucking because you're sad is because I went on a date with this dude because I was sad. It turned out to be a really good date. It was really amazing. And then I kind of like let this dude bad fuck me longer than I should have. Like it was bad for several minutes. I really should have stopped it at like 90 seconds. But like I let it go on for several minutes and the whole time I'm like, you're, you're participating in this case. Like look at yourself. Like. Get yourself together. Get yourself together. Why are we in this position, friend? Literally just watching this nigga hunch me, looking at and he just having the time of his life. <laughs> and I was like, this is the most awful shit I've ever seen have in all seen my days. Yes. When I read Every gets... time you bring up Pootie Tang, you ask me, have I seen Pootie Tang? I've seen Pootie Tang. Don't do that to me. Okay. Because I'm, I, I, I'm the queen of... You don't make a cocktail. <laughs> don't you, don't you have... Do me a favor. <laughs> Listen. Please. No, no, you're not stop it. It's some ice cubes in the refrigerator. You put me three ice cubes in here. <laughs> it's some tequila in that cabinet. Put a little bit in there. And then it's some Simply Lemonade in the refrigerator. If you just just put it all in there and then get a spoon and mix it up, that, that'd be right on time. They did not give Taraji that Oscar. You know, I don't want to talk about Taraji because she stresses me out and I like her so much as an actress. I think she might be a stressful person. That's my two cents. I think she might be a little stressful because she stressed me out on these last BET Awards where she tried to keep pushing this black love, black man, I love black men so much agenda where it didn't fit. And it's like, Taraji, you're single and you're looking for a man. This is the BET Awards. <laughs> We're trying to enjoy the show. But and honestly, you're making me uncomfortable. You're going to have to pry that pick me shit for my auntie's cold, cold dead hands. hands. Yes. You not Beyonce gonna... did not put a pick me song and you know, on this album. She didn't. It's because she saw your tweet. You know, and I thank you. Yeah. She was like, I don't want the baddest man to say something else about me. She but she checks on you every now and then. Beyonce honestly checks up on me. She checks up she on you. She checks up on the doll. I'm assuming that she saw my video, and granted, the video only has 13,000 views, but in my soul, she saw my video. It was like, she gonna shake that ass in the video. I know she saw I it. I feel like Beyonce knows me by name. Um, 
And again, she checks up on me. After she finished call, finishes calling Rolling Ray, she calls me. She calls you next. So, um, yeah. but, I, and I've been able to just sit with, because the whole cater to you gate was just so traumatic for me, because leave me the fuck alone. People are so weird. People are so weird. People, it got to where it didn't need to be, but then people, I think for clout, because they wanted people to see in the comments that they knew me to tag me. Stop fucking tagging me, because if I saw it, I already saw it. If I didn't, I'd be wait. ignoring people when they do that. Like, for example, and I don't know who the person is, so that's why I'm talking about if I knew who you were, I probably wouldn't say it. But, like, on one of the videos, somebody was like, Jasmine, is that you? Relax. Why, if you, I've branded my social media it's where tough. people don't know my first name, why are you calling me by my first name? You know it's me. You know it's me because of my face. I don't have, like, a repeated face like it's not like oh that could be so and so i know about four bitches you look just like who <laughs> oh i do see the tims though my dad i said that my dad wasn't even in the room i wasn't even talking to him i was talking to my stepmom i said yeah people say the way tims but i don't think so he come out the back room you don't look like no damn tims and i was like is it because she's prettier than me because how do you know who Tim's look like? You are that. My father is a whore who dates young women. He knows who Tim's is. He got to stay up on this whole flash, young whole oh, flash, young whole flash card. Tim's, now who is Tim? Kaylani. This nigga Sizzle. had this nigga had two chains on. Oh God! The last time I saw him, and I was just like, "You're disgusting." Two chains. You're you're disgusting. I often think about how my dad would be in 2022, not in a dark my daddy did kind of way. Your dad would be going to like Michael Todd like conferences. He wasn't. No, he wasn't that lame. He. I wasn't calling your daddy a lame. No, 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 oh. no. No, I'm saying he wouldn't oh. be like. He would be trying to be Michael Todd. Oh, okay. And it's gonna be like, hey, Mike, let me tell you something. You gonna get off this treadmill on this stage? You 66. Because you look crazy. You look insane. Mm -hmm. How you bringing on in the camera? We get we get first class service here I, on Jokes I on sure You. I so appreciate that. Thank you. He will be trying to go viral. Yeah, and I would... you. You're so sweet. Was it a lime in there? Oh, okay. You know better than me. <laughs> he would be trying to keep up with the Joneses too bad. I feel like he would probably have a Chrome Hearts outfit on. And I'd be mm. like, hey, we not wearing My that. father has taken a turn that I did not anticipate. But it is interesting to watch. It mm. is a funny thing to watch because when we were at my grandmother's birthday, he, first of all, my dad is very like, I don't let these bitches, like, you know, I don't, I don't trust these hoes, like shit like that. He's in matching shades of canary yellow with this young lady at my grandmother's house. This is the purse, young lady. Yes. Mind you, this is my grandmother's house, so I came dressed conservatively because I wasn't raised in a fucking manger. Like, I know how to dress around old people. She had on some whole shit in the She had on a dress that had her under titty out at my grandmother's home. My under titty has not been out at my grandmother's home unless I was taking a shower. <laughs> and it's so funny because my father used to talk to me about, like, how nasty it was that, like, oh, like if old man is interested in you, then he's only interested in you for sex because there's nothing y'all can talk about. Old man. And well, 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 my, 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 how the turntables have turntable, bitch, because that girl is my age. Mad weird, friend. Mad weird. Mad weird, bro. And then he will, like, be like, no, she's older than you. Not, not by much. We could have been in the same elementary school. That's nasty. School at the same time. School at the same time. Mad gross, bro. But whatever. I don't want to talk about that nigga. We're supposed to be talking about books. Um, okay. Well, I didn't do my joke of the week. My oh, joke okay. of the week. I forgot. I'm sorry. It's my bowels. Um, I, if you Shit follow me on Twitter, I have been struggling all week. 
my sister recommended that I get some chlorophyll drops for my water. She's like, girl, it'll clean you out. You'll be shitting for days. You're going to lose 30 pounds with one shit. I'm like, yes. Perfect. This is I like. Mm-hmm. Lit. Saturday night, I take the chlorophyll drops. I drink it. Gulp, gulp, gulp. I'm expecting the shit of a lifetime. Didn't come. I said, okay. That's fine. I'm a patient bitch. All day yesterday. I cleared my schedule yesterday because I'm like, I got sh-. something for you. Well, let me get it. No, we'll, I got you. you gonna do it right no, now? I'm going to get it right now. I still got my mic on. I okay. got something for you. Hold on. Oh, okay. This is what I use. I just knew I was just going to shit for dear life. Didn't do nothing yesterday. The shit didn't come. You drink it? I dropped it. three pellets of shit today, and I'm very upset. You drink it, you give it six hours. So don't schedule nothing. Six hours after you take it. It's just tea, but it worked. No, this is a laxative. laxative. It say laxative on there. It's for shitting. I keep my teas that are for, for medicine in the cabinet and in my decoration teas on the counter. Baby, put this in there. <laughs> Giles is our third member now. <laughs> my grandma would ask you to do he something. He looked at the camera like we, he didn't want us to say his name. Like he, like he had bitches. We know who doing my shit. Anything I, anytime I got some audio and visual, everybody know who, who did my shit. They know it's you. Period. I'm a, Period. I'm a loyal bitch when it comes. I'm like when people do my stuff, do I like my shit right and tight, like Miss mm-hmm. um, Towner well, on Beauty Shop. Why do you think I drove to Stonecrest to get my braids done? They were like, it's other locations. No, tell, me, other- tell me about this heifer who we not going to name. So I'm not going to say her name, but her spirit is so nasty. nasty. Like when I came in there, the energy in that salon is so... So the same unnamed young lady who I was telling who braided my hair was in there cutting a fool. She was in there cutting a fool. So I went in there and Miss Pam, who, who I can name her. She sits at the front. She is a sweetheart. She That's is a nice just, lady. She is as sweet as pie. And every time I come in there, she's like, you know, what you doing? Like, you still doing your comedy? Like, she remembers the details about everybody. She's so cool. Everybody else in the braid shop, either they are, like, static characters who have nothing to say. It's fine. <laughs> NPCs. Or they're very fun, kind people. But there was an energy radiating from, what's her real name? Ms. I Mamas. won't say it. From Miss Mamas. That I was just like, ooh. And I told Miss Pam very quietly. I grabbed her hand and said, not her. I said, she said, I don't know who, I don't care who touched my hand. She said her chair is, I don't care. I don't care. Not her. I'll wait. I'll wait on whoever's next. So she said, I'm going to send you to the girl who did braid my hair. Shout out to. Redacted. And we ain't got to get that. But she's a good person. Okay. So okay. Not, okay. Sure. So shout out to Shay at the braid bar. Okay. She's it's dope. a bunch of Shays that braid yeah, hair. So you're fine. Shay is dope. Shout out to Shay. But um, so Shay braided my hair. So anytime anybody asks Miss Mama's a question, she's like, what? What? She got that NBA young She boy, got honey. that energy. She's like, what? What you want? What? Or like anything. She's like, and. Like anytime anybody said, and. And it's just like, who did it, friend? Like who did it to where this is how that you nigga. acted? I mean, but it was just so nasty to the point where the girl braiding my hair was like, I don't know what the fuck is wrong with her. I'm sorry. Because she was next to the station I was at. She's like, I don't know what's wrong with her. Like, I'm sorry. I'm like, you know, I met her before. She braided my hair before. She said, I'm sorry you had to go through that. Like, you know. <laughs> sorry for your loss. Sorry for, like, sorry for your loss. Like, I'm sorry you had to go through that, whatever, whatever. But she was just, like, really in there, like, cutting up. There was no positive. Some dude came in the shop. It wasn't her dude. But some dude came in the shop and was, like, talking to everybody. And that seemed to, like, brighten her up a little bit. But, like, mm. besides that, that attitude was nasty. I don't she understand. She will never. Stevie will never. Like, <laughs> she will never touch my head again. Never. Because like, even when she braided my hair, and I love those braids that I had last time. Even when she braided my hair last time, something just in my spirit wasn't right it just, after that. It was just a, it was a spirit. Mm-hmm. So, okay, books. We're talking about books. Yes. Um, first of all, F Florida for banning books. It's just, they said they're soft launching hell in Florida, something like that. That's which is so, so funny. They're just testing so out as the worst laws they can they, and then putting them in Florida. It's so unserious. Like, it's stuff that you're like, 
There's no way that these laws should pass. DeSantis be like, Florida and Texas really in like a dance battle. No, they literally breathe in, breathe out, <laughs> not drop, not drop. Like they are in there. You got serving. Whatever it. I do, y'all gotta do whatever. I do. Florida like do. <laughs> Florida funny. is really like J Book. Mm-hmm. And I guess we're all little saint. We just here. <laughs> we are we all little saint. Yeah. Um, but yes, books are amazing. Um, you so- hoes need to be reading. We need to be reading. I, and honestly, you could not put a gun to my head to finish a book right now in this age. <laughs> I used to read down. I used to be a reading ass bitch. Usually inappropriate, but I used to read. I don't like reading anymore. And I, I, don't, I don't know. I've been self-diagnosing myself with ADHD because of Twitter threads. Oh, no, baby. I'll diagnose you, too. I got you it. got the ADHD, friend. I got it. Yeah, and my, the thing with books. So the, what ADHD does to your brain, let me get into it with you. What ADHD does to your brain is fuck with your motivation for things. And so people who are neurotypical, because I'm supposed to do it or because I'm should, I should, is reason enough. But when you have ADHD, those things aren't reason enough. And you have to hack your brain. For example, with me, with water. I'm fully well aware that I should drink water. And yeah. that there is a reason that I need to be drinking water and that I absolutely have to. Unless I pour my water in a pretty cup, it's not getting drunk. It's just not happening yeah. because that is not enough motivation like that you should do it or that you need to do it for your brain to actually complete things. So really it's a task initiation problem with you. It's probably that you don't, it's probably not that you don't like to read. It's that you can't initiate the task. Like, oh, I'll start and I'm like, mm, now I'm bored. Or you get distracted. And I'm in this, in this phone, that's my problem. Mm-hmm. It's that phone. Um, so favorite book. Because you be on that phone. Because I be on that phone. Favorite books of all time. My favorite book of don't all time. Don't come with no lame shit. I'm just letting you know. I right mean, now. It don't, I don't give a fuck what you think about my favorite book. I stand ten toes down behind my shit. My favorite book of all time is Their Eyes Are Watching God by Zora Neale Hurston. That is my favorite book. I, because I have commitment issues and I don't really believe in romance, when I read a really good romance novel, it almost tricks me into believing that I want a man in my home. And reading Their Eyes Are Watching God, I've only been in love once, but reading that shit, I was like, damn, I'm not even sure that the time I was in love was really me being in love. Go on. The rabies niggas who she fell in love with, and then they mm-hmm. ended because he had rabies. Right, correct. They had to kill him, didn't it? Yes. I I don't. I remember when it premiered on TV it was Hallie and Michael Ealy. And, and that was he, too much sexy on TV. When he got the rabies in up, I said, Michael. I, you know me. I I deal with the rabies. We work through the rabies. We already talked about this rabies. Did we already talked about? That. I know, but again, and that's our fucking problem. I want to double down on it. If my Michael Ely bring your you and your <laughs> rabies, I'm I'm eating. <laughs> I'm eating. <laughs> well, we got our, we got an episode title. Yeah, I'm gonna eat it. But um, no, that's my favorite book because I'm very like that. What's the word I'm looking for? I'm very cynical about romantic love. Mm-hmm. And so that book makes me feel, when I read it, I'm like, bitch, not yet. Don't give up. Like, don't give up. Have some hope. You, it's a rabies out there. It's a rabies shit. nigga out there for you You can get too. you a rabies nigga. And I like the way that it's written. It's written in dialect. It's not written in like the King's English. So it's written in Negro. So when you read it, you're reading That's it. That's my next point. Go ahead. Yeah. In, it's kind of like slavey because of the time that it was written. Like, it feels slavey. But once you really get into the groove of reading it, you're like, this was written for black folks to read. Um, so I, I really enjoy that book. And it tells the story of niggas she was with before she was with the niggas she fell in love with. And I really resonate with that. 
That's my favorite book. I have a couple favorite books. Um, one of my all-time favorite books is this book called, and this is when I used to really, when you used to just go to the library and just find a book and read that. You bit. have a library card now? Hell no. Go get you one. That library over by my old apartment is chef's kiss. It's fantastic. Fuck library. No, not fuck libraries. Obviously, no. But, like, I don't, I'm just not that girl anymore. But, like, middle school, I was like, give me something to read. And also, they incentivized it, too. Mm -hmm. But it's this book called, like, Sisters on the Home Front. It's a very ghetto little book. But it was, like, it was around that era, like, the fly girl era. This is your favorite, currently your favorite book. Just, I'm just thinking of all time. I haven't read a new book. I probably, I read... Issa's Awkward Black Girl, like, mm -hmm. three, four years ago. Mm -hmm. That was, like, the first book I was able to finish because I was just mm -hmm. obsessed with this bitch. But, like, mm -hmm. I can't tell you a book that I read for fun that wasn't, like... Well, I loved reading... I didn't have a TV in my room because I was in trouble. So, it, w I was always on punishment. They never put a TV in my room because of my history of being in trouble. They were like, we're going to buy this TV for this girl. We're going to have to take it out of here. So, we're just not doing it. So, reading was, like, the only thing that I could, like, really do yeah. that I had, like, control over. And I think also for me, the librarian at my middle school was my stepmom's soror. Mm -hmm. And she was like, I don't know what y'all call them, but she was like higher up in the chapter. So like at the time. What'd I do? You got <laughs> I'm just like, Ain't you didn't and have not you been sororitized? Do you know what I the was fuck just I'm saying talking like, about? I don't know what you call. I was like, call what? Oh no, I'm just saying, <laughs> I don't know what you she was like in the ranks, like of the, the important people in the chapter. Like I don't know if, she, if it's called being on the board. I don't know what the fuck's oh, going on. Oh like the executive board. Sure, whatever. But she was one of those everybody call it that. I don't know, baby. I don't know nothing about that. I also didn't finish my statement about my Oh, book. I'm sorry. I didn't Go, ahead. To my Go ahead. I'm sorry, I'm sorry, I'm sorry. I'll finish in a second. You're right. I shouldn't have done that. So anyway, it was a ghetto story about this girl from New York who was mm -hmm. 14 and had a baby. So I see a teenage girl with a baby. I'm like, oh, this ghetto. Let me read it. <laughs> and she got sent down south because apparently down south was obviously like the elephant graveyard if you mm -hmm. live in New York. And she had to adjust it. I forgot, honestly, what it was all about. But I remember she had a baby. And I was like, well, I'm reading because she's a teeny mother. And I just mm -hmm. like ghetto shit. And I'm 10. Mm -hmm. <laughs> but my second and third. Okay, my second favorite book is Coldest Winter Ever Because I'm a Bird. That's just like. Coldest Winter Ever is Black Girl Rite of Passage. It's just a Rite of Passage. That and Fly Girl, if you didn't read those. My children going to read Coldest Winter and Ever. I'm a, and I have that same copy I read. And I'm going to give it I'm to I'm going them. right down to the basement at their grandmama house and getting it. So the tie for third is Color Purple and Push, you which is You read precious. The Color Purple? I read The Color Purple. I don't even think I finished reading The Color Purple. It's actually better than the movie, but I also connect because I, ADHD, blah, blah, I prefer movies. I want to lay my eyes on mm -hmm. something. But when you watch the movies after you've read the book, it gives so much context. I literally was just watching Color Purple yesterday, and I was tweeting about how I really hope they lesbian out. Because, like, when I tell you, it was Scissor City. Oh, it was in gay the in the book. With yeah, Shug very and gay. Them hoes is Okay, they were lesbian it up in Mister's house, but in the movie, it's just like it's just like little pecks on the cheek. No, them hoes was fucking. <laughs> them hoes was. The bitches is gay. <laughs> but it's so funny because like knowing the context and then watching the movie again, the very next scene, Steely was following, <laughs> following Shook in a wagon. I was like, this bitch was turned out. <laughs> she turned that hoe out. Turned that hoe. But it was so good because I see the similarities in both because they were both written in dialect too. Mm -hmm. And they both started out, Seely and Precious were both illiterate. Mm -hmm. And then as they learned how to read, the it got better throughout the book, which is what I love as they mm -hmm. learned how to read. Um, and Precious, that movie is so... I refuse to read it. I'm, so, I'm sorry. The book's called Push, ain't it? Push yeah. by Sapphire. Mm -hmm. That shit is funny. I'm sorry. Like the movie, why would Monique say those things? 
But you know what? That movie, you know how we're all, like, we all hate Blair Under, Underwood. We're all scared of, uh, what's his name? What's oh. the one we're all scared of? Michael Ely? I'm scared of Michael oh, Ely, too. Oh, the nigga from Tyler Perry? Yes. We're all scared of that nigga. That made me genuinely scared of Monique, which is really crazy because I always and still do hope to meet her. Even though she gets in my nerves sometimes, I still But like, I feel, again, that's that auntie. We can't yeah, do we can't do nothing about that. I still hope to meet her. But that movie fucked me up. But yeah, you said you're scared of Monique. I am. Like, she, she, that was some of the most terrifying, like, realistic acting. Because, like, you know women who do behave like that or can it's behave so like that. And it was so terrifying that, like, I feel like... Even though I don't know this to be true, I feel like there's a possibility if you make Monique actually mad, she will speak like that to you. That's why she won that Oscar. That was how convincing it actually was when she was doing it. Like she played the fuck out that role. She when she hit that dummy bitch shit. You were dummy bitch. Don't nobody want. I was like, oh, this, this is absurd. But when I was in when this movie came out and I was in eleventh grade, this is the fall of two thousand and nine, and I downloaded an MP3 of the trailer from YouTube. And I made it my sister's ringtone. Mm. It's a mosquito. I'm sure it already bit me because the mosquitoes love me. Um, but yeah, Monique played the fuck out of that role. But like, what's your favorite book turned movie? Like, I think of like Holes, Holes Eight. But Holes you, Eight. But like reading the book because like they made us read it that summer. Like, don't my favorite, go watch the my movie. favorite book turned movie. The movie was ass, and I think the movie might have came out when I was grown. But I really enjoyed reading The Giver. The, the Giver, Giver was, was such a good book. That was a good book. And that was the like movie grade. was balls. It was supposed to be great, but it just ended up not being Well, great. they put Taylor Swift in it. They showed it. That did come out like 2012 or something. Yeah, I, and I was so disappointed by that because The Giver was a book that I got from school that I read over and over again. Mm-hmm. and With that old white man on the cover. With the old white like man on the cover. I really enjoyed shit. that. But the movie was garbage. So, like, that era of us, like, late elementary, middle school, and it, it, it was turning all of our, like, curriculum books into movies. Remember, mm-hmm. like, Hoot? Mm-hmm. Um, like, The Hatchet? Mm-hmm. Um, it was some other shit from that era that they turned into movies. But, like, this shit was good, bro. My favorite book that I was forced to read in high school, which was a book that probably nobody else was forced to read, I went to DSA and our English teacher. I didn't realize until I got grown that he was forcing us to read his friend's book. Like, his friend wrote a book. I think he was just like, I'm going to sign it to my kids. It was a book called The Girl Who Stopped Swimming. And it was a really fantastic book. Mm-hmm. It was really good. <laughs> and I'm like, your friend is talented. I didn't realize they were friends until it was on the back end. Like, huh, good-ass book. Then we read some other book by this author named Hollis Gillespie. I'll never forget it because she, in her foreword to her book, said she used to go sit and write at the local on Ponce, the bar, the local on Ponce. And so I was like, when I get grown, I'm going to go sit and write at the local. I never knew I'd be sitting there writing jokes. I thought I'd be sitting there writing books. But I went and sat in there one day to write jokes. And I was like, this is the perfect bar to write. She was absolutely correct. I won't be able to focus in a bar. I write in bars all the time because I like to people watch. I specifically like to watch couples because they're terrible. But I like to sit and write in bars and write about things. Yeah, that would be like walking inspiration. I might try that one time. I'm trying to, so I have Hell Yeah next week, and Hell Yeah always beats my ass because the audience is like people our age. You mm-hmm. don't have no kind of comedy etiquette. They're mm-hmm. just sitting stared, no matter how funny it is. And I went, I did Uptown last week. How was that? And it was, it was kind of okay. Like, I give myself like a B minus, like, and I hate when people actually finally come to my show and then it'd be it lame. Mm-hmm. And I had a high school friend come and had like, another friend from high school had not seen since graduation, mm-hmm. and like, 
this was like we was not like rivals. We didn't dislike each other, but it's kind of we was always being put against each other. So mm-hmm. it was just like, damn, now I gotta like show out, and it didn't get my best. And like, oh my god, like now I'm embarrassed. Like, oh my god, mm. this bitch not telling good jokes for real. Oh my god, like people wasn't laughing. I'm just, but it was also like how late it is now and how tired we are. That's mm. how late the show was. Like I mm. got off stage and it was like midnight. Mm. So I was just like, oh my God. And then I was talking to Randy before the show. She was like, you need to talk your shit how you talk on the podcast on stage. Cause like my jokes are very, you know how I am about my jokes. Like I got, I follow mm-hmm. the script. I'm saying this joke, then I'm saying this joke. Mm-hmm. I'm gonna segue and transition with this joke. She was like, you just need to get on stage and be yourself and talk your shit. And I was like, you right, but I don't even know where to start. Cause I really don't even get into my man hating bag or like my soapbox bag on stage. I often talk about how disappointing men are when I go on stage. Yeah, like I really need to get into that. But I try not to center my comedy around men because they don't deserve it. That's so true. I'm trying to like pull away from That's that. True. I've recently been talking a lot about like getting older. I do this joke about Harriet Tubman that I really like. Yes, yeah, funny. But it's kinda hard to tell it in front of white people. Uh because I don't like when white people laugh too hard at slave stuff. I don't like that. Like, honestly, I had to wean myself off of saying nigga because it just rolled off the tongue because I can say it because mm-hmm. I am a Negro. But then, like, I say a joke with nigga, and they laugh, and it's just like, because uh, uh, your up. brain just processed nigga and then laughed. Right. I don't like it. It's going Relax. on there. Yeah. White. You know what I'm saying? So no. I just have to. White man. <laughs> yeah, white, sir. Um, but yeah, so back, back to books. Have you ever written? I didn't even look at I'm not going to lie to you. I didn't, Girl, look at this I didn't look at shit. You didn't ask me. I'm, just, I'm just vibing, but I was asking, have you ever wrote a book? I started writing a book called How to Keep Men from Ruining Your Life, and I think I am going to complete it. Mm-hmm. Um, and... If I were to ever write a book, it would be that um, about my kind of like dating history. And I would write like a chapter for each person, like men, women, talk about everybody. The book would be about how terrible men are, though. Um, I'll go to the book tour and signing. No, it's okay. I, I think that. So what I love about my dating history, as much as I hate men and as disappointing they are, I really didn't run into the world's most terrible men. It's just, it shows that good men can also be, like, Still not be qualified to be your partner and that they can also be terrible. Mm-hmm. Um, so I think that that would be an interesting thing because I was thinking about something the other day about how I think women will often marry the not terrible guy because he's not terrible. But it's like, he's not terrible, but he's also not good. And I don't think we get there because it's like... When you talk about your man, just like oftentimes you'll ask men like what they like about their partners and it'll all be service oriented things. Things that she does. Yeah. Things that she does for him. But oftentimes when you ask women why they like a man, it'll be things that they don't do. And then when you get around he to He don't them, hit me. He don't. He don't cheat. He don't. He right. don't. He don't. He don't. But it's like, what does he do? He do? And it's normally nothing. And I think yeah. that I have been with so many of those men where it's like, they're not violent. You know what I'm saying? Like they're... They they don't really lie, you know what I'm saying, or they don't really cheat or like but whatever. But that's a fraction has a joke about the at least with a man when you have an at least like at least he got a job, at right. least he don't. Mm-hmm. And I think that's so funny because if you think of those at least, and these niggas just get get away with just they me. get by. And but men who can check off off those lists of don'ts, they often stop there because that's the caliber. And uh, that's how men, are, everybody, all men are able to benefit from misogyny. Because if everybody punches bitches in the face, like, hey, I'm not punching bitches. I'm also not doing shit else, but I'm not punching bitches. You're also really mean. I had to, yeah. tell, I had to tell my ex that once because we had a similar conversation. He was like, well, I don't, I don't, I don't. I was like, but you know, you're, you're, you're generally like straight up, you're not nice. Like, you're not you're a not nice, nice person. Nice. But wrong. they've overvalued the fact that they're not violent or the fact that they don't cheat. And it's like, 
Yeah, that's kind of like bare minimum. Like, you're not supposed to punch me in the face and you're not supposed to fuck other bitches if that's what we agreed to. That's... That's... I feel like that's just... Part that's just fair. Because if, if I, as a woman, marketed myself, well, I don't punch niggas in the face and I don't cheat, men will be like, do yeah. You, do like, you what? Like, why are we talking about that? Yeah. <laughs> Were you going to punch... That'd be men. Were you going to hit me in my... Yeah. <laughs> I was. I was yeah, and then it. even with, like... Like you said, when women are described what's so great about that men will describe all the mule ass shit that they do. Mm-hmm. And I also hate that put, men put so much emphasis on cooking. Like that's the only thing a woman can do for a man. That's so weird to me. Well, it's, you know, this episode is not about men, but like... We always get here because always, everything ties into men being terrible. Yeah, I think, especially, and I can only speak for the black community because I don't date outside of my race, at least not at this point in my life. But And I probably won't. But like, black men are often looking for... Pieces of the their, no the pieces of their mother that they enjoyed while diluting the parts that made them feel out of control. So if their mom cooked or they really enjoyed their mom's food or their mom kept a clean house or whatever mm-hmm. the fuck, they look for that. But if their mom was loud or if their mom liked to argue or those things that made them feel small or made them feel out of control, they're looking for a version of their mother without those things. And that also sucks their dick. And that also sucks their dick. So it's like, that's one of the reasons why, like, I stopped cooking for men in the way that I, you know, I love to cook for everybody. You come over to my house, like, you're you're getting a meal. I have not had a meal from you since 2021. I'll cook next time you come over here. But I had to stop cooking for men, even though that's what I was going to do anyway, because I was going to cook for myself. Like, y'all came over here, y'all saw that I was preparing food for me, because that's what I'm going to do. But I realized that, like, I was doing that for men, and they were, like, banking it. It was like... In their mind, like, points. Gotta. Got, like, oh, when I come over here, I eat. You know what I'm saying? Like, that's, like, wifey. Ma- Please. Please, sir. I was going to cook this whether you were coming over here or not. So as a man say wifey material, let me undo Any everything man that I say did. wifey, I'd be like, Because you're not going to marry you're, And you're just an unserious person. Talking about wifey, go straight to hell. I just, I just need a bunch of cool bitches that also get married. And I've already came up with a name for my brand that I'm going to have when I get married. Um, You've been upset me. No, 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 no. Okay. I'm not gonna release the name because you hoes may steal it. Um, Just tell me off camera because I'm not. Gonna I steal honestly it. thought of it when I was driving and I cannot remember it right now. I should have wrote it down. That's very anticlimactic. Um, I think I remember it now. Okay, I, I remember what it is. But I want a bunch of cool bitches that are also married. You know what I'm saying? Like I want to be married. I don't see marriage as an accomplishment. I think okay. I I think of it as an accomplishment, but I don't think of it as a barometer for success. Well, see, I was watching this video on. TikTok, and this lady was talking about how she drunkenly met somebody on a train who was also drunk, who was talking about how she was getting married. She was getting married to this guy, and the guy wasn't paying for it. She was paying for the wedding. The guy wasn't paying for the wedding. And she was talking about how, like, she really didn't want his opinion, like, about stuff because he wasn't paying for the wedding. And the girl who made the video seemed a lot like me, like, to ask inappropriate probing questions and to make the room really uncomfortable. Mm -hmm. So after having this conversation with this lady, she was kind of like, it sounds like you just want to be celebrated. It sounds like you just want to be married. It sounds like it doesn't really have to be him. As long as you're getting as long as you're getting celebrated. And then the conversation went into how black women are often not celebrated outside of mm. marriage. Their proximity like to they're, a man. Like we accomplish so much that kind of just goes past as like that's what you're supposed to do. Or like black women have achieved so much so regularly that mm. it's like not celebrated anymore. It's like a woman in a white dress marrying a man, like all of a sudden, like Congratulations. fucking like congratulations, we're all gonna gather for you, we're gonna buy you things, we're gonna set you up for success, like blah blah blah. But all these other accomplishments, nah. You know what I'm saying? And I think about that with myself often because, like, realistically speaking, 
Mm-hmm. Do I? I don't necessarily care. Do I want to be married? I would like to be married to the right person. But in the grand scheme of things, it don't make me. It's no skin off my ass whether I'm married or not because I don't believe in these niggas. Realistically, yeah. But like, it it does kind of fuck me up that if I don't have a wedding, like I've done prom, you know what I'm saying? Like I may or may not have a baby. You get celebrated for that. Yeah. But like outside of prom, and if you take the time to throw a birthday party, ain't nobody gonna show ain't up. Anybody gonna show up to? So like, when are you really getting celebrated as a black woman? So I think that's interesting because I think women will often marry men that to be honest with you, are far below what they should be marrying. Just to say. Just to say I got married and had yeah. a wedding. And that's why I want someone to start a cool wives club with bitches who have actual lives outside of being married and not going to be my man, my man, my man all the time. And we're all going to turn our phones off and stop answering them stupid ass kids and that boy. That's what like, I love about Beyonce's new album. She left him at home visibly. He was he was in the studio, but we had to hear his voice. And then there's a part on Move when the transition happens where the song goes from being like super aggressive and it gets like very melodic before it goes into the Drake song. And she goes, and I'm not trying to like, sing, I don't care to sing for these people. I just can't help that I sound nice. <laughs> but she goes, find me. I don't need to call him. I don't need no phone yet. I na 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 me. You know me. I'm vibing. And it's like, we listen to you drag this nigga everywhere we for could. the past six or seven albums. You would and not leave him home. we're hearing the lyrics, find me. I don't need to call him. I don't this need is, no phone. Growth. This is the first album without that nigga. This is the first. It's that not. He wasn't voice. on four. He wasn't on four. Or yeah. I Am Sasha Fierce. One of those. He, actually, you know, he wasn't on either, neither of them. Yeah. He was on the second one. He but was he was me. also actively cheating on her during those times. So you don't get to be on the so album. You don't get to be on the album, bitch. Fuck you, Sean. But anyway, so I have written two books. Where are they? They're in my home, Say on names. my bookshelf. They are, you're going to laugh. I don't want to tell you the name. I'm excited. So my elementary school for the third and fourth graders had a program where we were able to write our own books and they would publish them. We would write them in, in erasable pens and turn them in and, and illustrate them. And I'm a little drunk, so this is funny. Go on. <laughs> and they would print them out for us and we have bound actual books. What's the name of the book, Melanie? No, because y'all gonna laugh. Tell me. So they exist in um, the multiverse. They are related. <laughs> you fucking goober. The first one is fucking dweeb. named Sporty Locks and the Three Hairs. <laughs> Second one is Melanie in the Three Snares. That's enough. I didn't even know. No, I didn't even know about you. Moving on. So the first one is a retelling of Goldilocks, obviously, in the Three Bears, and her name is Sporty Locks because my email was sportymail27 at aol.com, but my dad made it for me, and it initially was Spody Mail. You're Southern. You know what Spody means, right? I think that's a Florida thing. Is it Florida? Okay, Spody, like you Spody. My dad, because my father was making my email, he was like, yeah, Mel, you Spody. What does Spody mean? Spody, like you fly, like you... Like Sporty. No, like Spody. But it's saying Sporty. I can't even explain it. It's just a slang. Like, oh, you you Spody. Okay, I get it. I get it. So he said Spody, but me being a child said Sporty Mel. So he was like, you know what? 
Yeah, sporty male. Because yeah. I'm not an athlete. Why is it sporty male? But that's how we got sporty male. So then sporty male turned into sporty locks and the three hairs. That's so And funny. it was just me plagiarizing Goldilocks and the three bears. And then Melanie and the three hairs. I mean, the three snares, excuse me. <laughs> Don't you fucking cry laughing. It's, I'm not it's about me falling asleep in music class and meeting a family of snare drums. Uh-huh. <laughs> the adventure. Okay. That is so... And then I have my barrage of fan fictions. I am an author, honestly. I need to put that in my an, bio. An authoress? An authoress. That's hilarious. Do you know I wrote... Um, I started writing to- a cookbook. Oh, yeah, you did I write, did write that. it. I just started writing Are you published books. like me in my two books? No. Oh. Uh, oh, I'm sorry, Spody Mill. <laughs> oh, we're not, that's not going to be a thing. I'm just sorry. You, you, you will not call I me might. Spody Mill. Do you want to be Spody Mill or you want to be Melbert? You think on that. I'm honestly, I've gotten used to Melbert at this I point. I like Melbert. It's funny. Melbert's cute. But yes, those are my two books. And then I have my fan fictions, honestly, if I revisited them, it really wasn't bad for a 13 year old. It was. Drama. I wrote a lot of poetry. I wrote a lot. Was it erotic? No, it wasn't erotic. No, I just. I wasn't very. I didn't want boys touching me. I couldn't even like think about it and put it into words. Like I did stuff with boys, but like in terms of like romanticizing it, no, I couldn't. Hmm. No. I romanticized it and then didn't do it. But baby, when I opened that Microsoft Word. It was a whole new world. <laughs> and then he rubbed and caressed yeah. it. Gross. It wasn't me. It would be like my other characters. But like my imagination, I have not even kissed a boy writing full sex scenes. I told you a story about how I got caught writing the sex scene mm-hmm. one time. It was my character and Chris Brown. You and did. they were this having a sex. story. And she called out Brian's name from B5. And it was just such a... It was harrowing. Oh, gosh. Jesus. If I, if I could go back, I would have, once I got in trouble and had to backspace it, I would have saved it under another name, but I wasn't thinking. Yeah. I wasn't thinking. I was, I was a child. Yeah. Um, but I used to be in there writing, for real. You couldn't tell me I wasn't saying. I used to write a lot of poetry, um, and I used to keep, like, thick notebooks under my bed, and I would just, like, stuff them under there. And then my, my dad used to do this thing where if my room wasn't clean, and this is, I don't need your pity, because I know it's going to be traumatic for you. I've already been through it. But my dad used to do this thing where, like, my room was, he would come out room wasn't clean, he would fuck everything up. He would tear everything out of the closet, pull everything from under the bed, pull the fucking curtains off the wall. It was terrible. And I would always, every time, just be like, I hope he does not open these notebooks. Because it was all like, I hate this nigga. <laughs> this is the worst nigga in the world. Do, 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 do. I can't wait till I move out this motherfucker. Clack, 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 clack. I hate my dad. <laughs> this nigga is a terrorist. <laughs> And I was really hoping that he would, like, never... He, he never did. He didn't realize how much I hated him until I got, like, grown. But, um, no, I used to write a lot. I had a journal where I listed... I had everybody but my daddy in the house. And I and I went into full detail as to why. And I had It was a too sequ- many women in your house. It's still too many women in my house. Like, it's just... It's a lot of women in my family. And it just... Coochies just everywhere. And I, I started off with, I officially hate mom. This is sixth grade. I think this is after she uninstalled The Sims because I made the gay family. Mm. I opened that composition book and I let her ass have it. Okay. Then I went through my sisters because they asked was accomplices in my uninstall, un, uninstallation. Mm-hmm. I was pissed. I lost all my progress. My families were done. And they found it and read it. And I was just like. I used to write a lot of letters to people when they would piss me off. My mom still has some. She has them in a box in the basement. But like if I was as a kid, like used to make me mad, I used to be like, 
I really don't dear. like. Yeah, dear mom. I hate your stinking good. I really don't like what you did. And this is a four-page letter on why I don't like what you did. And also, you're fat. And then I'll sign it <laughs> and give it to you. And, be and like, also, I'd be you like, are fat. I'd be like, this is for you. And I'd close it up in your <laughs> so hand. So you give it to oh, him. I, oh, I've always been about that shit. I've always been about, about my action. I'd be like, this is yours. You fat whore. I'm going to go play. So Enjoy that. And then she'd come and be like, did you call me fat in this letter? And I'd be like, yeah. <laughs> I did. <laughs> yeah, I did. Because... Fuck you, that's why. Because <laughs> you're fat. Because you're fat. Fuck you, you're mean to me. <laughs> no, mom, I love you. Because I know you'd be sneaking and listening to the podcast. I never thought you were a fat friend. But just, you just gotta, you gotta hit them where it hurts. Oh, no, 100%. But um, what was the first book that you had no business reading oh, that you read? Baby, we had a nasty book cartel running. Same. We had, and it was just trading off books like Hotlanta, Fly Girl, Coldest one ever. We Zane. then once we got the Wahida Clark. Honestly, once I got to Zane, I'm like this whole came. Right. I read Wahida Clark. I don't think I ever read Wahida Clark stuff as a kid. When I got to Addicted, the first I would say like two pages. Mind you, I wasn't like a, I wasn't sexual like at this point, and had never thought about boys like wanting to do anything to them. I thought they were dirty. I thought they were nasty. I thought they you were gross. Wrong. And I was correct, but. I started reading those books and I said, when I grow up, I'm gonna have me some sex. I'm sucking dick. <laughs> like I was like, what I, and I and I, I stayed true to my word. I was reading those books. I made my mind up. I, I made my mind up. Sucked. I said, niggas is getting sucked as soon as I'm of age. <laughs> and I and my stepmom, I stole my stepmom's copy of it. I, and I, she did not know this when I say until last week that she did not know <laughs> that I had stolen this book. And like I said, her soror was the librarian. But that's the only place I had quiet time to read. So I would like get another book and put that on the outside of the Zane book. And it'd be like flipping through it or whatever. And I was like, that was just like the most detailed sexual, sh- still to this day that I have ever read. And I'm just See. like, all these little middle school girls had their hands on. And I don't think girls do that. And they don't trade books anymore. Because we, when I say we were reading and taking notes and jotting shit down, the first sex scene I got to, I was like, oh, What's so crazy is Zane ain't got shit on them young hoes that was like 16 years old on them fucking fan fiction sites. Fan so fiction. I had, I had limited internet access. So I, I had unlimited internet access and I would just be in there finding shit. And the way I even found the fan fiction is I would just, on the, I would just be on the fan site. This is when message boards were hot. Fan sites were hot. And this mm-hmm. is the only way you get information on these niggas because it wasn't like no one place that you mm-hmm. got all your shit from. This is, I mean, this is blog era, but this is before blogs was really blogging. Mm-hmm. So I would go to everybody's individual site. I get home, I check media takeout, I check um, Not media Young Black and Fabulous, I check maybe Concrete Loop or some shit, and then I'd go, okay, it's B five. Then I'll go check Chris Brown. I may, I may go to Drake or something, maybe mm-hmm. some little Jonas Brothers. But one day I was like, what's a fan fiction? And I got to reading. This bitch wrote a, a fucking fan fiction by B five. I started with B five. It was called like Ghost. I want to say it was called mm-hmm. Ghost. And, like, Carnell had got shot, mm. but his ghost, she was fucking the ghost, and she had this nigga right in the alphabet you've with spoken, his tongue. You've spoken to me about this before. That shit was Stop. so good. Stop speaking to me about it. No. Okay. That shit, and I'm 13, like, I didn't even know what getting wet was. And I'm like, wet? No, hold on now. Like, what is, what are we doing? 
And because that wasn't happening to me when I would read it, I'd be like, well, mine don't work. But I just I, I just, just hadn't reached that time. Hadn't even, the factory hadn't even opened It hadn't yet. even turned on But yet. so by the time I even got to Zane, this is after I had read all these fan fictions, which were very detailed. And then it was a better visual because I could see Chris Brown. I could see Trey Song. I could see these B5 niggas, whoever the fuck else these are about, or Pretty Ricky or whoever. And I read the Wahida Clark. Now, them shits, it would be like called like... Uh, what was it? like thug, just thug, thug passion, like love and a bullet, like just type, just guns, crazy shit. guns and coochie. <laughs> like that's how it was always some jail shit. That shit was so good. So by the time I got to Zane, I was like, this is it. I didn't read this is Zane. I like Zane books. I didn't read Drake fan fiction. I didn't read Drake fan fiction until it was like the back end, maybe like whenever I don't know, remember what grade he came out for me. It might we're have been the same grade, baby. I, I mean, but I still don't remember whether we were the same grade. It was when he hit. It was like tenth grade. Yeah, it was oh nine. Right. So I read those. Well, yeah, it was um like Replacement Girl. When when um what's the what was his first best studio I ever had. album? Uh, thank me thank now. Me, thank me, me later. later. I because I had already been a um what was the I'm doing brand new what mixtape was that's that so on? far gone so so far gone came out and I was like that's gonna be my boyfriend yeah because he 09. wasn't so much older than me that because I was like in my mind I'll graduate high school I know it'll be fine because my ass is fat I was still goofy in the face but I was like I've seen my mom I met my dad I know what I'm gonna look like in a couple years it's gonna be great we can do this so my plan was like to get out of high school and be Drake's girlfriend sure right but then I realized I really don't like light skin niggas with no facial hair Whatever, but I was like, I'm gonna be a famous nigga. But and also, he gave us hope because Bria Miles got a fucking interlude. This bitch is dark skin, so we're lit. For a girl that was not light skin, Drake making this song about this super brown girl, I was like, niggas are gonna love me when I get older. It's gonna be amazing. But then I started. Is this five minutes? Five. This is shut the fuck up. But I was like, niggas are gonna love me because yeah. I had already had a complex like growing up with a light skinned mom who like my mother is one of those light skinned girls that thinks that her experiences as a light skinned girls are equivalent to those. Oh, uh, she's like it's the she, same yeah. thing y'all. She's like, me. I got bullied because you got bullied because you were mean. An asshole. You were yeah. an asshole. But whatever. I'm sorry. Again, mom. Love you. So okay, but anyway, let me pause so, on that because I do have a a, a thing I just tweeted the other day. Yeah. I was saying there's a worthwhile conversation about the negative effects of colorism on light-skinned girls because they get over-sexualized so young, blah, blah, blah. True. But you bitches want to talk about being bullied for co- being, having long hair and pretty hair. Shut the fuck up. We can have a real conversation. There's more important things that have impacted you. And we can talk about that, but y'all don't want to talk about that. You want to just, well, actually, it's not the same, It's not bitch. the same thing. Well, but um, I was like, I'm going to grow up and become Drake's girlfriend. And then when I was reading the fan fiction, and they had wrote the fan fiction so so centered around college and... So centered around like, oh, Drake in college. Oh, yeah, Drake was always in college. Coming to dorm rooms and da-da-da-da. And I was just like, I'm going to get Drake to my dorm room and I'm going to fuck his brains out. (laughs) It's going to be fantastic. And that never happened for me. And then the older I got and the more music Drake released, the more irritated I got with him as a person. Mm -hmm. And then that dream kind of just like died. I would still fuck Drake. I would would absolutely still fuck Drake. I would would be be like verbally abusing Drake and also probably like emotionally abusing Drake. I'd be like, shut, shut don't say shit. I'd be like half Jewish ass up. Open your weird little fanny L'chaim. pack. Open your weird little fanny pack and give me your credit card and sit over there and shut the fuck up and don't say anything else. I sit on Drake. Don't talk to and me. And I didn't like the sexual way. That is a nigga you sit on for like humiliation. Shut, shut up. <laughs> shut up. Uh, what's the wrestler? Is it Rakiki? Right. Yeah. Rashiki. Uh, Rashiki his ass. <laughs> Put my ass on his face. I feel like Drake. I didn't see Drake in that way because it's like. 
and this is why people when I get offended when people are like, oh, you like all light skinned niggas. Mm-mm. No, I don't. Drake won't find me, but after that nose job, he started really. I don't know who one. did his nose, but they did a fantastic job. Dr. Dorfman job. did an amazing job. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, but the fanfiction used to hit, bitch. Them hoes used to have storylines, plots. I've already told y'all the best fan fiction of all time is sex education. Rest in peace to Ryan because mm. she wrote the fuck out of that. And then she had like, she did? this bitch did, she she passed. This is like mm. seven, eight years ago. Then she had like a, not a spin-off, but she had another one called Dom the Don. And this bitch photoshopped Chris Brown's eyes green. Mm. And it was like a murder mystery. An artist. An artist. And he was this nigga named Don who sold drugs and he was married to Lauren London, but he had side bitches who was like probably. You've talked good. to me about this before too. I listened to a lot of your your. We've been doing this podcast for we have like a bunch of episodes and who, yeah. how much more of my life can I talk about? You know, we talked about so much. These people about, know so much about me. Honestly, I tell all my business on here, and it's weird for me when people who know me for real they be like, "Yeah, I listen up. to your podcast." And it's like, so you know about. A lot of my me? family members are finding out I'm bi from this podcast. Yikes. But it's like I'm almost thirty. Me being by doesn't like come on now. Like let's let's yeah. relax. What is the saddest or worst book you've ever read? Okay, so remember like when you would read a book, so you look up other books by that person. Uh-huh. So the, the lady who wrote, like I feel like I told this story before. Like since it's on the home front, she had mm-hmm. another book, and it was about a young black girl who had a friend who was from Africa, and her friend came back from Africa acting weird, mm-hmm. and come to find out her friend got uh vaginally mutilated excuse me you know in africa when they they tear out women's clitorises oh yeah africa, they do um what's it called mutilation circumcisions yeah female, female circumcision. she got a female circumcision so she was like yeah they she took my whatever the fuck they was calling it in the book and i was just and as a 12 year i was like i thought it was gonna be another ghetto tell bitch we over here talking about cutting clits off we yeah. cutting clits off can you have somebody cutting your clit off we can't no. have shit mm-mm because why can't I have that? My my coochie kind of weird looking. Cause my okay, so my coochie. Look you like, got to go through a lot to find my clip. So good luck. Yeah, my coochie kind of look like Homer Simpson a little bit. So you really got to open them hot dog buns to get to it. That's disgusting. Don't you ever say no shit like that to me ever again in your life. Mine be it's like. Did I just tell you? It's stop? like clothes. I feel like I tell you stop. It's mine like, is like um. I don't know how to describe it. Mine is like uh. I don't know, man. You got to do a lot of digging to find my clip. I have a very heavy clitoral hood. So like See, I don't have a hood. Do I have a hood. So dudes just be down there sucking hood and I'm like, pop that bitch, bruh. Like what what you like got? Like a fucking crawfish? Yeah, you got you gotta You gotta take the head out the crawfish, bruh. Crawfish coochie. I have a crawfish coochie. But ew, didn't like it. I didn't oh, like the way it sounded. Crawfish. Oh, I'll take it. I'll take it. Um The Saddest Book I Ever Wear, which is my second favorite book course um it's called a lesson before dying and it's one of those books that you pick up and you're like the book doesn't have anything to do with the title there's no way that this book is about a lesson before dying when i tell you that book is a hundred percent about a lesson before dying and it's so sad and there's no relief and i tend to really enjoy art where there's no relief it's from the time that you open the foreword to the time that you read the pull quotes in the back of the book there's no relief from the sadness, and it's awful and fabulous at the same time. The book is by Ernest Gaines. I'm not going to look it up. I so. really enjoy that read. I meant it to be one of the books on here, oh, but my mother has my copy of Their Eyes Are Watching God and A Lesson Before Dying. Disappearing Acts is a terrific book. 
It is. Yes, it is oh, a Terry I Lynn book. I watched it That's going to be my next book after The Wesley, Seven Husbands of Evelyn Hugo. Wesley Slice was sorry as hell in that movie. Sorry as fuck. And then she had that seizure and he was beating on her. If I have a seizure and you beat on me, I'm going to kill you. So, soon as I wake up. Soon as I wake up, it's up. You it's, getting it's, killed. You're done, Zoe. You're, you're done. done. Okay, what else? It is. Oh, no, I was saying what book are you? The next part of this before we wrap up, because I'm really fucking sleepy and a little drunk. And I got to drive. Yeah. Oh, I look um, good. I keep looking at myself. You're 23 minutes from here, probably. 24. Um, This is a great mirror if you want to purchase it. It was only like $111 on Amazon. I'm fucking stunning. You are. You're a pretty girl. Um, What book are you reading right now? If you're reading something. I'm not reading books, bitch. Like I told you, I don't read. I mean, I just made the outline so we would have something to talk about. I don't I read, ho. Okay, well, I didn't Honestly, before the year... Well, I, I'm reading I wanna... something. You should be ashamed. Is it some smut? What is it? No, I'm reading The Seven Husbands of Evelyn Hugo. It's a really good book. Mind you, I did, I did have to trick myself into reading it. I've had the book for seven months, and the only reason I read it this... I read half of it this week is because I was at the salon, and I sat on my phone. So you made... So I'll I have to, like, I honestly throw my it. phone across the river... Mm-hmm. But if you're looking for a good book right now, The Seven Husbands of Evelyn Hugo is very interesting. I have not hated any part of it so far. So it's a really good book. You know what book I read in full? Um, our college reading book. Remember this, um, Giles? We had to read a book called Winch. It was about a bunch of bed winches in slavery. Mm, I don't want to do that. And I don't remember much about the book, but I have a friend who has called me a winch since then because we all read the book. So it was like our inside joke. It probably mm. wasn't the best. That's not nice. It's not nice. I'm quite drunk. It's funny. Um, but yeah, we're going to wrap it up. I hope this is funny because we just sitting here talking. We but at tried. least we had a theme this week. Um, hopefully there's something less inappropriate to clip for this. <laughs> and I'm sorry if you listen to this podcast and you came thinking that we were upstanding young ladies who really don't talk about anything. I'm not. I'm not an upstanding And we talk about booty hole and shit and I'm vibrators and clitoris. Clitoris. Is that the plural? Is it clitoris? I guess so. Well, this was wonderful. Um, I'm going to get my car and take my wig off and go home. Is it not glued down? No. Don't take it off in here. That's too much for me. Um, I can put a little bit of got to be right here. I feel it. I got a wig. Oh, did I ever tell you how I got pulled over by the police? Because I had, I have four wigs in my trunk. I haven't brought them inside since I moved. So I came back from Michigan. And so, like, you know, I open, close my trunk, whatever. So I got pulled over by the police. I was going to the funeral. I was going to my grandma's funeral. And I got pulled over by the police. I got whoop, whoop. I said, I don't need this shit today. Like, I'm going to a funeral. What do you want? You know how a police officer usually comes up to your, your window and they're like, do you know why I pulled you over? He came up to my window, horror in his eyes. He said, ma'am? <laughs> and I said, what? I said, sir? <laughs> I said, I wasn't speeding. He said, I know. He said, I need you to pop your trunk. I was like, what's up, bro? I was like, I was like what's going on? I said, because you can't search this vehicle. He said, I need you to pop your trunk. And at this point, I'm getting panicked because my bowels are locking up. And I'm, and I'm like, bruh. I'm like, I said, what's happening? He said, are you aware that there's hair come out of your trunk? I said, oh. I said, no, 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 no. I said, no, 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 no. It is a black officer. So, like, I was sure when I told him what was going on, like, he would understand. I said, no, 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 no. It's a wig. And then a sigh of relief left his body. He was like, he was like, I cannot in good conscience let you go without opening this trunk. I said, <laughs> you got 14 I, Amber Alerts. At this point, I'm crying. I said, I would never put a body back there. This is a hatchback. I said, you can see. I said, it's glass back there. I said, I said just look down. I said, you see. He said, I should put the trunk. I said, this car was a gift from my grandmother. She bought it from Enterprise. 
truck doesn't park. You need the key. <laughs> to open the truck. I said, I'm scared. I'm going to turn the car off. I'll give you the keys. You're going to shoot me. Because I'm, I'm reaching for stuff. He was like, I'm not going to shoot you. I believe you. Give me the keys. <laughs> I said, I said, you sure? I said, you sure? I said, I'm going to a funeral. He said, we're going to get you to that funeral, ma'am. He said, but. <laughs> but I need you. <laughs> he said, I need you. Open his goddamn truck. Open his goddamn truck. So I said, I'm taking keys out. Give you the keys. I said, promise. I said, it's four wigs. I said, it's a body wig back there. I said, it's a kinky curly. I said, it's a blonde wig. It's like an ocean wig. I said, this is a U-part wig back there. It's Bob. I said, I promise. I was in the trunk. He opened the trunk. He said, all right. And he closed it. He said, don't you ever do that shit again? He was like, push these goddamn wigs in this truck. He was like, you killed somebody. I was like, you thought I killed somebody and just left a hair hanging on the trunk? He was like, yeah, criminals are down. <laughs> I was like, Imagine I, if you did, though. Ah, uh, nah. Because what's that one, what's the movie where it's like, oh, The Call with Holly Berry, and it was Holly Berry and the Wait, white girl. Wait, let somebody got kidnapped. Yeah, okay. and she's the, the 911 operator, mm-hmm. and she's calling her from the trunk of the car mm-hmm. the whole movie. And the, the whole, I'm telling you, I'm telling the movie, I don't care. So they get to where the nigga is. He has like this cellar in the woods and it's just like a door in the middle of the grass and it goes to the cellar. He was obsessed with his sister who had cancer mm. and lost all her hair. So he would kidnap blonde bitches and scalp them <gasps> and put it on a wig of a, a put the a wig of their scalp on like a sex doll and pretend it was his sister and fuck it. That's disgusting. I may have completely made that last part out, but it, he would skin the holes so it could be a wig like his sister. That's nasty. That's so that's some weird shit that people be doing. I would never, first of all, I would never kill, the wig was kinky curly, the one that was coming out the trunk. I would never kill a black woman. That's number one. Number two, I've got a, ha- a hatchback. That's not a good way. I'd be better off putting the body on the floor in the back seat than in my trunk. That's crazy. That's dumb. I'd be immediately in jail. So not one black woman could ever get killed by you. It's a couple. If I had to. Mm, killed it's a couple of bitches I would beat within the inch of their life <laughs> kill nah not unless they're trying to kill me nah I don't I don't think I could kill a woman which is not good I need to be comfortable with that but like I don't think I could I could definitely kill a man I take one of these niggas out and sleep like a baby I I would not lose a wink of sleep I won't lose a wink I won't lose a wink of sleep I can't leave you so easy and it's just, and it's just. <laughs> <laughs> and on that note. And on that note, we're going to go. Mm, bye. Bye, y'all. And it's just, and it's just. The jokes on, the jokes on, the jokes on, the jokes on.